some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. Process Podcast, episode 165. Zach Watson. Yes, yes, yes. How was work at that mediocre to poor quality factory job that you have so graciously found yourself employed within? Uh it was all it was it was a bit shit today, actually. I was gonna say it was yeah. all right. It's a, it was a bit shit, but it was a bit shit. What made it a it, bit shit? It's one of those things that I think everything is going wrong and everyone's getting agitated. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. And it's like there's a bit of flux in the in the world. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I'm already going to a factory job and trying like I'm you know, get there early in the morning, I'm in my car. I'm like hyping myself up like you're gonna be in a good mood today. Like it's a shit stay, job and you're stay doing hard, shit Zach, work. Stay and, hard. Yeah, and you're making no money, but hey, you're gonna be in a good mood. This is how you get through the day. And you're like, I'm in a good mood. Good morning, everyone. You walk in and you start something and then someone starts screaming at something or in a bad mood, you're like, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's complaining and shit's breaking, shit's not working. And oh and then you're just sitting there like, you just still trying to stay positive and everything's just crumbling that, around you. Yeah. yeah like that fun. meme with that the dog in the in the house and everything's yeah, on fire. The dog in the burning like, house I'm fine. And... That's me. Hmm. That's not ideal. You said your, your yeah. workplace almost caught fire the other day. Yeah. It was That's a bit of a, fun. it was a small fire. I would say like maybe like a like a, a small to mid-sized campfire type quantity. Fair enough. One the one that you could roast some marshmallows and some hot. Oh, dogs you definitely in. could. But it was yeah. indoors. And the little room that it was in was close to a door that leads outside to a little storage area where they can they keep all the propane tanks. Oh, which is mildly problematic. Which is yeah. Mm. Yeah, that can it's be problematic. Ideal. Yeah, we just smell smoke all of a sudden. I was like, tank. I was like, hmm, that's not the smell of like welding metal, not that type of smoke or fumes. Hmm. Like, it kind of smells like a, almost like a campfire. And then I looked behind me, and then just smoke. Oh, I'm really? like, oh, that's, that's that's scary. That I don't think that's supposed to be there. And then I went to this back room, and I was like, me and the lady from the machine were like the closest people to this room as well. Mm-hmm. And um. So we would have been blown up first, and then I kind of go poke my head around the corner. I was like, I see, like I'm I'm walking down the hall, and like it's dark in that corner. There's no lights on, and I see like kind of shadow and like something almost like you know the shadow of flame. Yeah. Oh, really? And, like like a flickering like, type thing. And... Huh. It almost Whoa. looks like fire, but no, it wouldn't be. And I poke around the corner, and there's a little metal basket that's on fire. I'm like, oh, that's. That's strange. I don't think that's supposed to be like that. <laughs> At least you thought that. You're like, I don't think it's supposed to be like that. It could be like that, but I don't think it's supposed to be like that. That would be the ultimate, like, it's not my job in the company. I don't want to intrude on anyone. <laughs> Whatever one's job, I'm just going to go back to do what I'm doing. That'd be the, the ultimate. Ultimate, just ultimate like, not my problem. I don't think it's supposed to be like that, but I'm. who am I to intrude? You're the new guy. You don't really I'm the new know. guy. Yeah, I'll... Yeah, that's my excuse. Why did you just leave the fire in the inside? Just, well, you know, I didn't really know better. I'm a new guy. Like, I didn't want to, like, you know, stop something that was going on. What if someone put the fire there on purpose? That's me on the news mm. being interviewed while the whole factory behind me is burnt to a crisp. 
you, you I was would, the new guy. I didn't want to like you know stop something someone else is doing. Or you would turn intrude into in someone else's work. Meme, guaranteed, you'd be everywhere. You'd be all over the internet. I guarantee it. It would be. Yeah, Your face would, would be. be parodied and photoshopped and everything. Yeah, I, almost, I don't think I, I want to be famous in that way for doing that. No, you don't want to be famous in the meme sense where you are the meme and people are kind of mocking or laughing at what you say and what you do. It's probably not ideal. Yeah, probably not ideal, to be honest. You know, no, I wouldn't. I I'd wouldn't recommend not. it. That, that actually that happened to me the other day. Not, not in the sense of fire. That I was, no, the oh. famous meme. Not in the sense that oh. I'm in a famous meme. Um, but the Daily Talk Show celebrated their thousandth episode last week, something like that. Yeah. And I was listening to it, and I got a whole bunch of guests on. And Josh texted me. It was like one thirty in the morning, m- my time, which is like mid. It was like mid afternoon there, and he had texted me. He was like, "Are you up?" And I'd actually gotten up to pee, like five minutes after the text Simulation. had been sent. Wow. But I didn't check my phone. I just knew the time that I got up oh. to go pee. And then I saw the time that the text came through. And I was like, oh, shoot. I missed it by like five minutes. Because I was very much asleep. Right. Um, very much. But they had, uh, they were talking to Trevor Long, who's the guy who flew me to Sydney. And mm. they they did the whole retelling of the story of how I completely <laughs> butchered the minibar thing. Right. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, so, I'm such an idiot. Yeah, Completely but that's, messed the whole thing up. Yeah, but that's funny. I know. It's a hilarious thing. It pays to be the idiot. Every it, now it, and in then. this in this case it does. It is probably the most it's it's a lot of people's most memorable moment yeah. from the show is is them calling me out of nowhere. Cause as as the as the hotel was ringing up the charges, those charges are going to Trev's credit card. And then he's getting all these notifications. And he's sending these notifications to Tommy and Josh, and no one's communicating anything with me. And then I'm like, oh my God, oh no. It ended up, we figured it out. It was like 180 bucks, something like that, just for. I I ate everything in the minibar, basically. Ate and drank everything in the minibar. Um, and the, the total, and then there was room service, and the total charge that it actually came out to was close to around four four hundred and fifty, yeah, um, Australian dollars, which I attempted to pay back twice. The guy had enough money for that. Like that's not like gonna <laughs> bankrupt someone. Like no, you know. It's a funny thing. Yeah. And Tommy and you Josh know. offered to reimburse Trevor for it as well. Yeah. I'm like, if you guys are going to pay Trevor back, then I'm going to pay you back because it was my fault. It was my it was yeah. my thing that I did, but no one would take any money. I'm like, y'all can't complain. I tried. No, that's y'all true. You just, just you can't complain. But I'd, I'd like to be able to do that for someone in the future. Like if, if if we ever had say like big design company thing and we had an intern and we're like okay like go to this even if it was downtown yeah. toronto or downtown vancouver or something like that like go there and and kind of like do your thing slap bdc stickers on everything yeah just vandalize the entire apartment with bdc vinyls and yeah stickers and everything like that that's all we want 
That's kind of funny. That reminded me of a daydream I had today while I was doing a really not-in-a-shit job. Um, and I was dreaming once again about BDC. As you do. As I'm 3D modeling the, the studio space in my head. Ooh. And I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to be in the position one day where we have BDC, our mm. own thing, and we help we help give back to the design community in a way. And one of the ways I would like to in the future would be to help students and people getting into industry, give them a chance because mm. we struggle with it yeah. or are struggling with people, you know, trying to get into it. And it's sad because a lot of talented people out there that just aren't getting the chance just because they don't have a thousand years experience. A lot of people we, a, we graduated with haven't had that opportunity yet. Or if they do ever yeah. get that opportunity, it's it's a much longer road to get into into some place. Yeah, and so I was like, man, it'd be really cool. If, you know, BTC is this big thing, and and uh, every year we go to Humber, get back mm. to Humber because rep Humber, Gotta and rep. we were I was picturing supporting we're in education. Like, we're in a class with Catherine and Sandro, and we're talking to the students about how they can apply to. Uh, to be interns at BDC for oh. the summer. And how many, we've how got many spots are we going to have open? Well, that's what I was figuring in my head because in my head I pictured like, you know, the ultimate BDC team where we've got quite a few people, most mm. people we know and we're part of the part of our family. They're all like kind of we all can do the same everything, but like people in various everyone's got their disciplines, strengths. everyone's got their strengths, right? And I was thinking like maybe one intern per main person. Oh, kind of thing. Oh, that's a lot. Well, I was thinking it would be. It'd be like ten to twenty ish. It's a lot, but it was just like it was just like a, a dream thing of like a way to give back. And now mm. it's funny because we're me and you were in the class, and oh, we're talking yeah. to the students about this, and saying how like and then Ken we get through in. everything. Yeah, we get everything. We get through everything, and we're like, uh, oh, and you, as you guys may or may not know, may not know, we've got the podcast and we do like bc youtube and everything mm. and i said it was like you know if you're not comfortable with it it's okay no no uh no worries but we like to get all the new people on the podcast for an episode mm. and so i had this idea of every intern the first couple of weeks we'd get each intern on the podcast to talk about their experience through design school and what they're, during what they're feeling and yeah how they're progressing through the internship process that's yeah. the idea and then same it's, it's, in it makes the BC shareable, YouTube right? videos Ooh, yeah. where it's like the interns, we, we have like a date. It's like day one of the new interns. And it's like it's the like interns coming in. Walk SP. them in. It's like a real yeah. intense orchestra song playing. And then, <laughs> yeah, we just make them do like a whole bunch of random drills. And then just make them go and do something that's yeah. like totally unrelated. Just like, scare them out of their mind and they're like okay like go make that cad thing please <laughs> so i was thinking about out. all day that'd be kind of cool what would you look for as with an intern with an intern like if you had an intern like imagine like you're there's a person who works for you who like works specifically for you to help you out with stuff how would you how would you or how do you think you would manage that or handle that i would love to like think giving, that gi you're giving direction to someone yeah like i would love to think that if we're in the position and bdc successful and we're known and we're doing well and 
whatever. And we do a lot of various kind of um, design areas, like different projects and a lot of different disciplines. And I would love to be in the situation, again, giving back to helping people get started in the industry to be like, look, I know you don't have 10 plus years experience. Mm-hmm. Don't care about the experience. Just show me what you can do. Yeah. Like, you know, that's why another idea was like with the interns, like it was like, you know, we would obviously they would give the porf- send in the portfolios and we'd sit down all of us, the whole team, and we would pick and choose which ones we thought. And the people that got picked, we would let them kind of choose if there was an area they would want to kind of specialize mm-hmm. in a little bit more. Like everyone would come together and work on everything at, every now and then right to help each other yeah. out is there but something you so, kind of want to something that like if, if a student was really into shoe design and that's what they want to do in the future you know we had and i pictured like we had um, some you know people in there and we we're doing like clothes and shooting design or mm. shooting clothing and shoe design and i said shooting design shoe design <laughs> and they got to work with that right and sometimes mm. they would be doing other stuff but like they got to do that and kind of learn about the thing they want to get into right yeah and so in that case, it'd be like, I don't care about the experience. Just show me what you can do. Mm-hmm. If you show want to be doing, in. if you say you want to be getting to shoe design, draw a shoe. Like say like, oh, I, I'm I'm the client. I'm looking for a lightweight running shoe mm-hmm. for long distance running. Go. Or I'm looking for a racing shoe. Go. I'm looking mm-hmm. for, you know, a trail running a, shoe. A trail running shoe. I'm looking for a steel toe work boot you know mm-hmm. go and you know try and solve a problem with design and do something I was like i don't care about the experience i don't care about you know i want to see the good quality but i'll care more about the idea mm-hmm. and the execution of the idea you know if the sketch isn't perfect i don't care the render isn't perfect i don't care digital hands up i don't care just show me what you can do you know mm-hmm. and that would be because ultimately you want to see what people can do, right? And if you if you tell them that and they come back and they give you this really, you know, it's a bit shitty, but it's just like a pencil sketch. And you're like, okay. But then this other person comes with like ideation and a little bit of BS research and yeah. like maybe the same quality sketch, but a little bit of rendering on it and then the kind of a digital version. It's like right from there, doesn't matter the ex- the experience. I can see someone is willing to put in more effort and to learn more about that. Hmm. And with the same instruction, they took that to another level. You know, I want you. I'm going to give you the chance because, you know, I said show me what you can do, and you show me what you can do, kind of thing, right? What if the idea of the pencil sketch is more valuable, more practical, more feasible, and more desirable than the person's fancy? I mean, if it's a if it's a solid idea, then maybe that as well, right? So would you eva- would you would you be evaluating the quality of the idea or the quality of the presentation? Which well, I, one has I, which one has more value? Well, honestly, the idea I guess would be more valuable. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking more of like I like idea and like execution of the idea of the idea being like yeah execution. what you did to show me or explain the idea yeah that rather than something rather than the actual presentation of like the quality sketch and all this and all this more kind of thing because yeah that that stuff can be taught a little bit easier than try have a better idea (laughs) it's a lot harder than try to not be dumb yeah it's a lot harder than try to have a better sketch 
You know, it's a lot easier than this trying to have a better idea. Yeah. You know? That remind that that does remind me of something um that I saw recently. Where did I see it? Where and when? That's the real question. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool, right? I think that'd be be neat to give back like that. Oh, absolutely. I love it. Like, you know, it's because again, it's like what we always talked about, right? We, why we did this was, you know, no one else was doing it and we would have liked someone to do it because that would have been a cool thing to listen to and hear. Yeah. And so we're in the position of like when we're doing internships, it wasn't like we had so many to pick from, you know? Yeah. No. And, and it was like a handful. Yeah. I had to leave the country to find one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go halfway around the world to find one. What the heck's up? With and that? so it'd be nice to get back and back like, here. You know, we have this design studio that's doing well. And it's like here, like not promising a spot for everyone, but you know, you show us that you're good enough or you're willing to do this, like give you a shot, help you out kind of thing. I think that's how you attract good talent though. Is if like if you hire strong. Because you're doing people, it by why, motiv- right? And not by motivated and excited people. Yeah, because that's the why, right? That's not the what. Because yeah. the what would be like, you know, oh, you get to work on, yeah, we're doing this contract project for some graphic work with Nike or something. And then they're like, oh, I want to work with a big company. You know, mm-hmm. just, just doing that so I can have that on the resume or, or the money's good or whatever. But when people are, it's like buying into the why, right? It's like, that's why it's like, I don't care about the experience. We know we're not going to give you, like as an intern, we're not going to give you a whole project to yourself right away and scare you and make you feel like you have to be this good and handle it right away. Yeah. It's like, we're going to put you with someone who you can help and who's going to teach you and, and, and you can grow from, right? You can see what they're doing and, and eventually work towards, you know, doing more and more like a larger part of the project right and it's like but ultimately we want to help you because we know how hard it was when we tried to do it yeah and we think it's it's shitty when people aren't giving you guys chances just because you don't have experience or whatever but you know everyone needs a chance and there's some people with some great ideas and great motivation that just don't get a chance. It's like, we're here. We want to try to give these people a chance because they could do some pretty sweet stuff. They just need a little bit of help at the beginning. Yeah. Right? Someone needs to, someone needs to unlock the door. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, I present to you the door. You shall walk through it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what like being all, being all meta and like retrospective and everything here. And with, especially since, like in a month's time, I'll be changing jobs and going into a new job. It's it's made me reflect on where where and how I was able to even start working in the first place. And the initial connection obviously came through the thesis show. But from there on, um, like when my boss James messaged me on LinkedIn and asked if I'd be interested in in doing some video stuff for for Spartech, um, he was like, "Can you send me send me some graphic stuff that you've done and sort of some in some video stuff, like some example that you that you know enough of what you're doing?" And I sent yeah. him a birthday video that I did for one of my friends, my friend Autumn for for her for her nephew, I did a birthday video for them, 
and I was paid like a hundred bucks for that. And the red back video that I did for school, which was just for fun and some Australian themed posters that I had made that that I thought about printing. That was it. Like not, not even any school projects I'd already seen thesis. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, yeah, cool. Like meet me, meet me here at this specific time. And when you, you do the thing and then when you're done, the thing go from there. Right. James and and Lachlan as well were willing to give me like the time of day to a unlock the door and b push it a little bit open so that I could get my foot into it and then yeah. kind of and then slowly maneuver it open. Yeah, and it's a heavy door that is labeled that isn't clearly labeled a push or a pull, and sometimes you just need someone who's gone through the door already just to hold mm-hmm. it open for you a little bit. Yeah, like by the way, like There's this a is over here. Metaphor right there. We should put, make make a poster out of that. It's kind Just of long like storytelling yeah. in a poster. I'm trying to be really deep with that one. Oh, yeah, you could probably make it into even if you make a CAD model of a door that kind of looks like it's been opened, and like just render it so it looks like it's blending in something like that. I was thinking of just filling the entire page with the big words that just read that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> just say that too. Yeah, you could do that too. But like that was an example of, and that that's something that both James and Lachlan spoke to me about very early on was the fact that they understood the importance of giving, especially new students, but giving them an opportunity and like the, the opportunity to show industry people such as themselves, what they're capable of and what they can do and how they can bring value and how they can help. And and I think that's the fortunate thing that with Spartech where it's not riddled with like copious levels of HR and accounting and public relations and engineering. Like it's 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 a very lean team of, of humans at mm. that place. And there's no like from an outsider looking in, it's like, well, yeah, like the the place obviously has its stuff together and it, it obviously runs smooth. Yeah. Um and when you're inside of it, you can kind of understand how and why that is. But as a like as a student trying to get into something like that, especially something as niche as composite manufacturing, like you 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 don't go to school for that really, unless you go into mechanical engineering and you spend yeah. and you specifically do all your projects in carbon fiber or fiberglass or kevlar or anything like that true and understand mold making like to the nth degree um and like i had none of that like made a sh- carbon fiber crappy carbon fiber shoe once <laughs> and it turned out terrible um, i wouldn't say it was terrible it wasn't it wasn't terrible it was pretty cool it was not great um well, that's an example of like this this kid doesn't have this kid's got like zero experience like he did his internship in australia and basically had a four-month vacation <laughs> he's fresh out of school hasn't worked for the last four months but he he seems capable and he seems willing to do it so we'll give him a shot at it you know there wasn't yeah and it's not like there was a job application either 
where it was like, submit your name here. And how many years of experience do you have? Where do you live? Yeah. Where did you go to school? It was like those, those three questions or those two questions, where do you live and how much experience do you have? That's like an immediate filter. Yeah. Especially if it's an HR person looking through all your stuff. And if there's no prior connection, there's no in that you already have at a company, like say you take a big company like Nike, like Nike or Adidas. Yeah. Getting in there, unless you know someone in there, like they're not, they'll find you in a way. Like Mike, Michael DeTulo was, was telling us about that in, in, off, in class the other day. It was like Nike, Nike like typically won't hire someone from a posting. Hmm. They'll use the posting to gauge interest. And if they see someone in that that they, that they really like, they'll take that person. But most of the time, they're going to go out and they're going to find somebody. Interesting. They'll, they'll headhunt and they'll recruit someone. Remember Nico? Yeah. Um, the, uh, he was in third year now. He's got like, like the, the crazy chest tattoos. Mm-hmm. But, the, but you never see it because he's always got a shirt on, obviously. Y- yes. Yeah. Don't, ask, don't ask me how I know. Huh. Um, mm. he, uh, he, he just got an internship at Adidas. Nice. Yeah. Good for him. And I was asking him about it. So I want I want to get him once school's done, dude, once once offsite is done and once everyone's school is done, there's so many people. Dude, we got gotta get him on. I wanna hear I wanna hear like man I wanna hear how get him teach me like how did yeah, how did you do it? Like he kind of told me just a little bit. Um but I don't want to butcher the story. So I yeah. won't I won't replay it, but no, so he's making come connections on. first type thing, and then I think he was talking to the person who like runs the internship hiring program, like in first year. Oh, smart! I was like, they're insane. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like there's dude, there's so many people, like so many people that I've met through offsite. Not even the instructors, but just like the 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 classmates that I'm there with. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one guy, Jack, who's freaking fantastic man this guy's nuts like he's he's never had a design job but he speaks so well so eloquently and so intelligently and considered i'm like how how are you not a ceo of a company it just doesn't make sense yeah so it's just not the experience which apparently is all that matters which sucks like yeah i think it's it's like debacle it's like you know yeah, I don't have a lot of experience and my work in school wasn't the greatest. Hmm. Right? Looking back, like most of it, not the greatest. You know, I wouldn't show it to an employer and be like, this is the best thing I'll ever do and I can do. No, okay? Yeah. But even when I, when we were in second year, I mean, mm-hmm. four of us came up with an idea designed and built a freaking chair yeah that works and outsourced it and and made connections with suppliers and manufacturers you know we we tested it we prototyped it we refined it we built it we displayed it in a very professional manner like in second year mm-hmm. when like our sketching ability, our model making ability, our 
whatever ability was nowhere near where it is now. As a fetus 20-year-old. And we did that. We had a little bit of help from Mm -hmm. profs, maybe some upper years, you know, whatever. But we, we did that, right? And it's like, that's where it like frustrates me. It's like some of these companies like, okay, I know maybe you guys don't even do chairs, but I know, but like, it's, it's not the best connection here, but it's like, man, you see, like we did that a while. Like we can do something really cool. We just need a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. Like screw the experience. Just let me show you. Like I wish some of the places, like if I was looking for like a graphic job, like maybe a graphic design. Cause like, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable doing like, like if someone I knew or someone small was like, can you do like a logo? Depending on what they were thinking about, yeah, I would do it. But mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable if they wanted like a really, really like well thought out like symbol logo because those are really difficult. Yeah. You know, I think I have the illustrator capabilities to make that. And if not, I'm sure I could learn that decently quickly from tutorials. But it's just like, because we didn't go to school just for graphic design, something that's, you know, as a symbol logo, which is like, really difficult to do mm-hmm. you know that's like i don't know but if i was doing some other like graphics and i was trying to apply for a job and they're like oh no you didn't go just for graphic design for school or you don't have years of experience blah blah, blah. and it's like how about just like give me a, like a test like just ask me to do something you know let me show you more graphic work that i haven't put on website portfolio social media whatever ask me like Hey, you know, this is where the client, blah, 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 set up a situation. Let me create something. And then if you still say no, at least I've learned that it is possibly my, my skill level isn't at the high enough level yet, or maybe the idea yeah. and the, and isn't as thought out, you know, as professional at that level yet, or the way I presented my work or something like that, you know, or maybe it was just that you, my style didn't work with that that test or with with the brand i'm trying to be a part of whatever right at least i know then because then i can learn from that and be like, okay i need to improve on these things and then we can have a chain of communication and now i've learned stuff from them they've gave me feedback really good professional feedback and now they have a connection with me and they know me we know each other could be stuff in the future we have a french like instead it's just That's like oh you, you don't have four years experience no and then all I, all I learned from that is that's all they care about. Yeah. And it's then that's a very honest. harsh. It's like showing your cards. Yeah. And it's just like, well, is that all that matters? It's, you know, it's, I, it's like, you know, if I got into a design studio now, do I feel like they would give me a task, like a big project and be like, can you do all this on your own? No, I wouldn't feel comfortable. And it's no. not like they would offer that or tell me to do that anyways, but. But you, you never know. know. Stranger but, things have happened. But it's like, I wouldn't feel comfortable. It's like, well, I'm going to want some help. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not at that professional level yet. I understand. Yeah. But like with a little bit of help, I'm sure I can do some really solid work. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm working, if I'm working with someone who is been a part of the team for years or has years experience and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm sure I can help them out. And I'm sure together we can do something really, really cool right without regardless of my lack of experience i'm confident in that i just need a little bit of help like and it's sad because it's you know 
I feel like I have some cool ideas. Most or... people aren't willing. Or most people aren't willing to offer that help. Yeah. In my case, Spartek was willing to offer that help. Yeah, which is which is awesome, right? Not many people do, and it's like I kind of get it. Like for, from from some jobs, like there's a risk element to well, it, like the, taking on someone who doesn't know anything. It's like, well, well are we yeah, spend right? Three months training them, and then they still suck. Yeah, but then at least like you know, mm-hmm. and they know why they're gonna why they're being let go or something and then they can learn from that and you can learn from that instead of just saying mm-hmm. no you don't have the requirement of years of experience and because that no right like i think now like whenever i get emails back saying like no thank you you decided to go on another candidate i know i it frustrates me because they're all like no reply bot messages but i'm like yeah. send me a message i want to reply and be like can i ask the reason why I'd love to have an email written that I can copy and paste and be like, I, you know, respectfully, like, can I ask, may I ask why I didn't get the job? Was it my work mm-hmm. or was it the years of experience? Yeah. Right. Just so I know, because again, like, mm. at least I can learn a little bit from that. You know, at least I'm asking something instead. They're just like, nope. And then send you a no, rep- a bot, no reply email. And it's like, well, there's no like, communication like you just said no and didn't even allow me to like say thank you <laughs> it's worse than online dating it's worse than, yeah there's like it's like it's like them it's like them you saying hello and then they say no thank you and then block you so you can't even say anything back it's yeah, like it's well like, what i don't know how it's like where's the communication like are we not allowed to have a little bit of communication here like no absolutely you not. know none it's just whatsoever. face value stuff that's what exp- like Oh shit! You know, oh shit! You're onto something. That's what, that's what, that's what worries me. Because I think, you know, when I look, like the people we graduated with, like, it's like I know you don't have tons of experience, in in professional design studios mm-hmm. or whatever, but like seeing the stuff you've done is like I see Redback. I'm like, okay, that's not some like, oh, it's a school project. Well, I know it is mm-hmm. because you were there while doing it and, in school when i was there i was well. there witnessing it but like objectively i can look at that and be like that's just good work like that's not it doesn't look like a student didn't necessarily it's like you know same with thesis and a lot of other stuff when i think about sean and seb and matt and, mm. and ben and mm. you know and all of them i think about and, sean i get so happy right i just when i think about all these people i'm like you know, after the first couple of years have gone through and we've all kind of got past the salty, like your critique, your sketch on the wall critique day was a lot better than mine. You're, you know, I'm going to beat you. That's all past. We all know each other and become more of a family kind of thing. And and you look back and you're like, dude, like you'd walk around and be like, dude, that is like good work. Like, hmm. you know what I mean? And they don't have years of experience, but like, look at how many, especially the product guys, like how many times do you guys work with a company and do like solid work? And the only help you had was a little bit of feedback from profs and a little bit of feedback from the company being like, no, maybe more like this. But ultimately yeah. majority, it was you and you weren't even working with a team. A lot of them, it was solo. And you mm-hmm. still came up with, I would argue almost professional level work, if not professional level work, pretty dope shit. And that would have been in like third fourth year right with mm-hmm. zero real experience you know like with gracious living we dealt with harsh deadlines a lot of setbacks a lot of last minute changes 
in second year having to do CAD and like thinking about like roughly how it's going to be made and like the molds. It's like here, design this injection molding thing when you don't, when you haven't yeah, learned about the package. We have to, you know, the packaging and the stacking and the transportation Packaging, and yeah. all like the costs and the the mold costs and it was the a plastic full business costs. case. It was full a full business, business case. case. And we did that in second year mm. when following a strike. Following a strike. That had a and we had a giant winter storm the week. And it was like what was groups due. of three 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 lots, you know, three second years yeah. with a little bit of feedback from the props and very little feedback from the company itself. And we still mm-hmm. were able to get, they got a bunch of great free work out of it. They got a lot of hires out of it too. Yeah. And that they was David on for a little bit. Zero took, experience. I think Hannah did her internship there. Maybe with Noel, I think it was one after Noel, he left. That's right. After but, um, but, but like, yeah, like that's what zero experience. It's like, man, if you could do that in second year, it's like, that's why I'd love to have, have a little bit of communication with a future employer and be like, okay, can I just, can we call? I'd love to talk to you. Like, this is my second year project. The sketches are pretty dog shit. CAD, the CAD for is very uh, preliminary. Mm-hmm. It's very kind of innocent, the project, because it was, you know, second year. year don't, but like, look what we were able to do overall and in, in, as a project yeah. with couple other second years that knew as little as me very little feedback and help and we were able to do all of this in a couple of months mm-hmm. like you know what i mean and now think of how much better i i can do that like you you know just with a little bit of help right and that's what it kind of frustrates that's me the it's challenging like, part i see all these people with great ideas and then like no one gives them a chance you're like come on like you know yeah you got to give someone a break but yeah, we that's don't a have a lot. Unfortunately, that's a lot easier said than than. Yeah, done. and that's the thing. I can see it, right? They don't want to hire it's someone. Annoying. They don't want to hire someone to be like, "Well, we can't leave them, give them much responsibility because they don't know what they're doing, and they're gonna screw up, and our business is gonna fail because we start hiring stupid interns." Like, that's a very pessimistic, selfish view. On maybe it's not the hires, the new hires. It's the issue. Maybe it's the leadership and the communication. Yeah, it's like, are you worried that your designers that have been with you for years, like, are gonna get outshined by new people with new ideas? Is that why? Mm-hmm. I would argue I again. It's you like we're gonna get outshined. I'm not the best sketcher, but like, I can get better at sketching mm-hmm. reasonably quickly in the grand scheme of things. It's like, but mm-hmm. I might have ideas or think a certain way. That other people like it would take them years to even try and get into that mindset. Yeah, it's like, well, what's what's worth more to you? Maybe if you yeah, want like, someone just to sit at a desk and pump out sketches, then fine, go with the person with a sketcher. Fair enough. Go for it. I totally understand. Fair enough. You want someone to like come up with ideas or problem solve? Well, you know, what what you know, what do you value more? Are you gonna try to teach someone? Mm. Are you can try to teach a good sketcher how to problem solve and how to come up with new and unique innovative ideas, or are you gonna tell someone who can problem solve and come up with unique and innovative ideas how to sketch better? Like hmm. one's a lot easier to do know. than the other. Yeah, it is. It's it's more pra- more practice and then being able to solve problems is 
is a learned thing through experience and through repetition, but it's also an instinctual thing. It's just how your brain's wired, I think. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I would, I would agree. Some people aren't wired to, to problem solve. Some people are more are wired to be given a task, to do the task, complete the task, move on, move on, do the next thing, wait for the next set of instructions, and then other people will get those instructions. And wonder how can I do this better? How can I do this faster? How can I do yeah. this more efficiently? And those are the people that then evolve into the people that say, Do we even need to be doing it this way yeah. in the first place? Inf- is there infinite a infinite game way? thinking right there? The infinite compared game, to exactly. finite game is completing the task to finish the task. It's to complete the mm-hmm. task. Whereas the the infinite thinking is, can this be better? Mm-hmm. Can this be done better than previously? Probably. Right? And that's... It's a very tough thing. That's the thing, right? If, if they were like, if I was able to have this type of communication with an employer and they were like, honestly, we're looking for someone just to sit down and pump out sketches or cat or whatever. It's like, and that's why we're going to not go with you. And it's like, awesome. No hard feelings. Thank you for telling me. I, I like, they're not saying I'm shit at cat or sketching. It's like, I, no. I get that. You, you're honest with me. That's why you're hard. That's what you're looking for. Go for it. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to be just doing that forever anyway. So thank you for being honest. I totally understand why you're not going with me. Right. Mm-hmm. But at least you have the co- communication and not just now five years experience. No. Nope. All right. Peace. Yeah. Good luck. Middle finger. Good yeah. luck. It's, I don't know. I got a piece of advice similar to that when when I was talking with, with Dave Falar when we were talking about when I had interviewed at BRP and he asked me, he said, why do you think that you didn't get the job? I said, to be honest, I haven't thought about it. Yeah. I hadn't thought about why I didn't get the job because the interview went well. The interview went fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, they really liked the portfolio. I had a decent portfolio of work um, and I didn't get the job at the end of the day and then other people have gotten those those positions those three positions have been filled since and i look at the people who who had filled those positions and they're all very talented people one of them went to carlton yeah it's the guy who won the the project arrow competition oh, okay one of one of the guys from that team because i think that mm. also was a team of four yeah um, i wonder if that had anything to do with it 100 percent. yeah because it's it's like legitimate real world experience designing a what is intended to be a manufactured vehicle. Yeah. You know, experience with surfacing digital rendering. But I was also thinking, modeling. do you think having the title winner of twenty twenty era competition had something to do with it? That helps you stand out from a crowd, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Definitely doesn't hurt. Um it's like if you're gonna pick an athlete to be on your team, do you wanna go with the guy that has the gold medal or the one that doesn't? probably want to take the guy that has the gold medal be super deep here i i you know i don't i don't want the you, i don't i don't want the, the one with the heavyweight belt i want the one looking at the guy with the heavyweight belt being like i'm taking i'm taking that fucking heavyweight belt Ooh, i want that guy deep you know what i'm saying you are deep i want the, the hungry so. dude el hungar but yeah back to the back to the brp yes, thing anyways. quickly before we wrap this up it was um he said or Dave, Dave said, he said, there's nothing wrong with 
reaching back out to the people that you interviewed with. Like in this case, it was the talent acquisition manager and the industrial design manager. I said, reach out to them and ask them if they'd be willing to set up like a 15 minute meeting and give them feedback on it. Talk and just talk about yeah. it and talk about why you weren't selected. You said it's well within your right to ask and it's well within not that it's their responsibility, but, and it's not that they owe you a reply or anything like that, but you're asking them a fair question. Yeah. You know, they, there was obviously a reason why you were not picked. And that's good. What was that reason? And it's, it, and that's good. For and it looks good for you too. If you were to come back, you know, most people mm-hmm. are just like, oh, I didn't get it. Whatever. Forget about it for, you know, five, six years down the road. And then, someone come back and being like asking to talk about it clearly shows that they care. And they yeah, actually and want to learn. And then they might be like, mm-hmm. well, okay, we're going to put this guy's name on a list for something yeah. in the future, possibly, because everyone else just didn't get the job and haven't heard from him since. But this person's mm-hmm. actually genuinely interested in learning why. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a big he's, thing. He's, he's emailed us every single week for the last seven years. He's interested. Yeah. That would be intense. That'd be intense. That'd be a good That's story. Borderline, borderline. When you're sitting on a on a late night talk show couch and they're like, how do you get, how do you become successful? And it's like, I emailed the same company every day for seven years. Gets the point across. You only have to be right once. You got a fair point There's there. A, that's a cool Me. little video, inspirational video I saw on Instagram a little while ago of Mark Cuban, you know, one of the sharks on Shark Tank. The guy, he owns oh, yes. the Dallas Mavericks and a yeah. bunch of other shit, I guess. Um, and he's like talking about he's like to be successful you have to fail you have to fail a lot and he's like it's like fails basically it's like fail as much as possible he's like you only have to be right once Hmm. right it's like try as much as you can do as many things you can fail as much as you can you know be as wrong as many times you can because all you have to do all you have to do is be right once and then you're good yeah that's true that's very true. Big uh that's deep. Big inspire. Yeah, I don't know. That's big inspire. I got that's why I gotta really motivate myself and just do a bunch of like cool graphic work. Just a mm. bunch and then just reach out to people and be like, look, I don't have the experience, but like this is what I do. If you like the style or something, fucking Let's roll give it. me a chance. Let's do something. Give me a chance. Let's do something rad. Make make a poster out of that, and like all around, like the the small little secondary graphics that you put into all the stuff. Yeah, make them be like real, like deep meta stuff, or like, um, like subliminal messaging, like Ooh. a door being open, or like a foot going into a door <laughs> and a handshake type thing. Just, just, just hide hide the word hired in the posters, like just, yeah. just hide it somewhere, just in everything. There's like hired, 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 hired. It's like a, if the background is a 50% gray, the words hired are written in a 49% gray. Yeah. Just barely invisible. <laughs> and then you, in certain lights, you can, you pick up on it. You're like, oh, shit. It's like a very guy. slight wa- watermark on the whole thing. You're just hired. Mm. You got the job. That'd be funny. Wow. That was a big episode. That was pretty nice. That was good convo. That was a really good I convo. Like that. Um, uh, any questions, comments, or uh, concerns, send us an email to Howard Or job opportunities. <laughs> or job opportunities. <laughs>
at not for me, just for Zach at uh, hide out the process podcast at gmail.com. Monsieur Watson. What is our Instagram process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. And we will see you tomorrow. Peace. The process. Assembly report.